And one thing about inner dance is it really does return or place a lot of the healing within the self. And so it realigns the energy, but the approach is that, hey, your body's doing this, your spirit and your soul knows how to do this if you set the intention and relax and allow. Welcome to the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast, where we speak about all things related to spirituality, soul level healing, intuitive guidance, frequencies, and much more. I'm Amy Sikarski, licensed vocational nurse, past life hypnotherapist, master intuitive energy healer, and a clairvoyant physical channel. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Spirit School Online, where we offer courses in energy therapy, free guided meditations, courses and information around learning to connect in with your spirit guides, and much more. You can find me at amysikarski.com and offerings at spiritschoolonline.com. Hi everyone, this is Amy. Welcome to the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast. Today, Teresa is joining and I'm so excited. We'll be talking all about inner dance. Welcome, Teresa. Hello, everyone. I'm so happy to be back. Thanks, Amy. You're welcome. This is going to be so fun. We have trained in inner dance. We've been working with inner dance. We talk about it all the time. And so it's like, let's pop on a podcast and share this information with others who might also benefit or be interested. So as we get started, if you haven't heard about inner dance, it's a form of energy healing and energetic therapy and modality that you can experience in person or online. And it's a combination of music and sound, vibration and tones with channeled energy work. Um, And in a way that your body can take the information, which is also energy and incorporate it or assimilate it and let it work through your system, mind, body, spirit, soul. Teresa, how would you describe inner dance and your experience with it so far? Um, So inner dance is um, like, well, I guess it's different for every, everybody, but like the first thing I always think about is like a big party within my body, (laughs) you know, I, I move a lot when I experience inner dance, when Mm -hmm. I did for the first several five, six, and, um, it was very, um, experiential, the, the energy, you know, and it is also very difficult to describe in words. So I think that that's going to be the most challenging thing, Amy, to share with the listeners is how do we describe what happens within the body energetically, Mm -hmm. because you can't really put it into words until you experience it. Exactly. Exactly. And I remember starting off with Reiki and energy work, and it was similar to that too. I'm like, how do I even find the words for what just happened? (laughs) It was incredible. Um, Plus after we have these really wonderful healings, sometimes it takes a minute to even find our words. We get that aphasia, at least I do, where I'm like, wait, what reality am I in? Um, 
And so to that, I really feel like inner dance can take us to a whole other place, really connect us with the spirit realm or the spiritual side of ourself. And also for many of us, it connects us to our body in a way that we hadn't been before allowing when we allow for that surrender and to be in the moment, that's when the body does have those physical movements and the energy will flow arms and the spine move, the legs move. And, um, but we'll get into all of that. So, <laughs> so inner dance is a modality that was originated by Pi in the Philippines in around 2008. And it's becoming more well-known across the planet in different countries. And Teresa actually introduced me in a way to it because she was talking about these new modalities that you use music with. And then I found the inner dance, which was a founding modality where you would use the music. And it's a very important thing to talk about how the music is curated. There's a science behind it. And we, we learned all about that in our training class and it was fascinating. So just a minute ago, we started talking before we got on and Teresa, you were sharing how like your thoughts and it felt like like a lot of gratitude and just fascination with how Pi brought this through. Do you want to share a little bit about that? Yeah. So um, I'm just going to give a tiny bit of background on, on um, his story. Is that okay, mm-hmm. Amy? Oh yeah. Important, you know? Yeah. So Pi uh, was someone who worked in the corporate world and really felt like there was something missing. He you know, felt like that he wasn't living the, his purpose and uh, he quit his job and basically became a hermit for two years. He lived in isolation in one of the islands in the Philippines. And during that time, he came into his spiritual awakening. And by the way, it's really incredible because he lived off of coconuts, <laughs> coconuts and coconut water. Yeah. Sometimes he, he actually, in his book, he shares that he went days sometimes with, without it. So, and not that I would ever advise anyone to do this, but he was just saying the resilience and the strength of the body. Um, when you are, when you have healed, um, energetically and, and emotionally that, um, that actually is enough sustenance um, for your body to be able to function without what we feel like are nutrients that we need for our bodies, you know, like uh, vegetables and protein and um, electrolytes and all of that stuff. Um, that was just like a side intra- uh, interesting fact. But mm-hmm. anyways, coming back to Pi's experience, uh, it, when he came into his awakening, he realized he had this energy running through his body, you know, life force energy, oftentimes the same types of energies that run through all of us really. But when you go to any sort of energy healer, that's what we use is life force energy to help to facilitate the healing. And and so that's basically what he discovered within himself. And, um, but it was very powerful for him because people would start to come to him, you know, with really, um, serious diseases and conditions. And, um, basically they would be cured after that. And he wanted to be able to provide 
um, or share this gift to the world. And he translated or he was able to figure out how to do that through inner dance. Mm -hmm. So using how do we use and, and transform or translate life force energy into sound and music in a way that can be explainable, that could make sense to people, and also allow like more people to be able to um, heal, heal themselves and uh, be able to provide a space for others to heal as well. Right. Yeah, it was beautiful to get to sit in the Zooms with him and hear everything and, you know, just watch him basically channel in so much when he was sharing with us how he creates the playlists and how we move through the emotion and all of the intricacies of it. It was, it was just a beautiful experience to watch. And you can tell he's really mastered this craft and holds this space for it where he's, he's able to provide this modality to so many across the world. And I just find that it just brings about this feeling of really deep gratitude and fascination where I'm like, wow, <laughs> because it yeah. is so powerful. And one thing about inner dance is it really does return or place a lot of the healing within the self. And so it realigns the energy, but the approach is that, Hey, your body's doing this, your spirit and your soul knows how to do this. If you set the intention and relax and allow. And so as the facilitators, we are holding space, helping them move through things if they need, or if, the, if energy gets stuck, just to help them understand what's happening. And then also facilitators, as they are holding the space, they have the ability to channel or, and use their instruments to bring in more of a texture to the sound vibrations. And I know when we were at the retreat and we were doing inner dance in person, it was so nice to have these curated playlists, the energy flowing through and to be able to work with individuals, maybe with a rattle or a drum and really help to break up that energy that they've been holding on to. And I mean, some of our, um, our women, their energies that they were holding on to just went back lifetime through lifetime. And so do you have any experiences about, you know, your own experience or one as a facilitator, Teresa, that stands out to you? Yeah. So um, I wanted to add to what you were saying, Amy, mm -hmm. um, in that when we are adding our uniqueness, our own energy into the inner dance sessions, um, a part of it too is to create interruption because the sounds that you hear sometimes are familiar. And so th then it becomes predictable. And that is exactly what you want to avoid when you're in a uh, uh, inner dance because you don't want to, there, there shouldn't be a, pr uh, a prediction of what is going to happen. Um, because when there is, then suddenly there's expectation um, established. And so when we can interrupt that logical mind um, and the sort of like our brain from expecting what's gonna happen next, that's when you br you're, you're brought back 
into like the healing again, because, you know, you might be thinking, oh, I, I kind of know this song and suddenly you're singing along <laughs> with it, right? Yeah. And then something interrupts it and you're like, oh, what was that? You know, and that is just to get you back in. Um, and so to answer your question about a specific session um, that I recall, I mean, honestly, um, ever since I've started working with the dragons, like that's all of the energy, most of the energy that wants to come through now. Mm -hmm. And whether or not people know that I work with dragons, that energy is, um, starting to emerge again people are starting to remember you know that they work with this type of energy that they work with um the ancient wisdom and power and energy of dragons and um i find that to be fascinating regardless how of how many sessions i do even though i'm like i know that the dragons are going to be there just to hear it from other people is um, validating for me to make sure for, because I still need, <laughs> sometimes I still need to know, you know, like that, yes, um, this person, you know, they, their, their sacral chakra needs more fire. So I'm, I'm going to help build that mm -hmm. for them, that they feel that fire. And so after the session, if anyone ever, oftentimes people always say, oh my God, my body was on fire. I'm like, okay, good. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it's not just purely, you know, to set you on fire. And if you think about fire, there's so many different ways to work with it. Mm -hmm. And, and I find a lot of the sessions when I have used fire, it is to wake people up. It is for them to, to wake up their creativity uh, with, with this theme of people wanting to find their purpose again, wanting to find clarity this is where we need to tap into our creativity center, right? And that's where I'm being guided so so often there and our solar plexus. Mm -hmm. um, and then other times uh, is when people are actually allowing themselves to surrender so much um, with the assistance of the inner dance sound and, and music. And then, you know, allowing the energies of the dragons to come through, they're really able to feel not just the fire but the dragon and the serpent like energy of the dragons within them so then their bodies starts moving this way or they'll start like undulating this way and there's a lot of like hand movements now you know and it's um just a beautiful thing to see because it's it's just how the energy wants to be expressed you know, it, it really is much of a inner dance as it is an outer dance. And then when you think about it, when you dance, right, you're also like moving energy out and it doesn't have to be a crazy dance. Um, it can just be the movement of that energy out and it doesn't have to be forceful. It can be slow and easy and um, calm and peaceful mm -hmm. so long as you're allowing it. Yeah. Yeah. And you bring up something where I can hear listeners like questioning or, you know, curious and it's like dance. So I have been a part of inner dance where people are dancing, standing or sitting, but we use it where you're lying down in a meditative space and letting the energy work with you. So some people will find that they want to go either way with it. 
but um, when we do our online sessions and in person, we um, recommend everybody lay down comfortably where the body can move so you're not confined and even to put an eye mask on so that you're not disturbed by outside <laughs> distractions of light or movement. And so then it becomes this opportunity for the inner dance and the body to move, feeling that it's in a very safe, comfortable place. The, the way of it is it does, we go through patterns of emotion and frequencies and there are those interruptions which can help to reset the energy, which is so, so beautiful for when we're trying to break habits and patterns, those subconscious <laughs> things that we just like are holding within the DNA and working through, um, that really does help it. And you're talking about the dragons, which makes me smile because they love music. When we first met the dragons, it was all about music. <laughs> so it's a beautiful pairing to incorporate. And like you said, they come in when you were talking about fire and by the way, I want to just share, it's not scary. Like they are so loving and playful. I've worked with your dragons. I work with my dragons and they have this like great, beautiful, ancient wisdom where I feel like they're majestic protectors and it's so pretty. It's very comforting. Um, but when you were talking about feeling the fire, feeling the heat and the dragon energy, I wanted to highlight that that can be experienced remotely as well as in person. And some of the feedback from our guests from the online inner dance moments have been incredible where they felt the fire, they felt the heat move through their body. Yeah. Yeah. And I know oftentimes people are kind of over the virtual experience, you know, because of um, the years that we were, um, stuck at home. Yeah. Um, but to reaffirm what Amy just said, um, I have loved hearing, you know, the um, feedback from people after their virtual sessions with us, because when I'm in the, the session and holding space, sometimes I'm in trance. So I'm like kind of out of it. <laughs> and I don't know what anybody else is doing. I just know what I'm doing, you know, and, and other people are actually in trance too. So I want to point that out yeah. is the participate. The participants are also in trance. Oh, for sure. Um, yes. yes. <laughs> uh, but to hear their stories and to hear what came through and what they saw or felt or heard um, or knew was happening, what was really, was really incredible. I mean, uh, you had mentioned too, you know, it, it the inner dance experience can take you back lifetimes and people recalling mm -hmm. in a past life or past lives, what they were doing there, what yeah. was happening, or just the awareness of uh, what they did in a past lifetime so that they could carry it forward in the present day and make more sense of it or use a tool or whatever it is, whatever reason why they went back there. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's exactly it because inner dance lets you tap into that wholeness, the wisdom of many lives, who you are at a soul level, and it can help to clear out and release the memories that maybe were painful or traumatic and traumatizing from this and other lifetimes. And that's a deep, deep, you know, part of healing because once that's cleared out, your light shines through and, and you feel this sense of wholeness and peace and confidence for me, I was like, oh, wow, I didn't even know I had that with me in this life, but things get moved through 
And after the session, you can feel like a whole different person in that, like a brighter, more magnificent, powerful, in a sense of like confident and strong version of yourself. And one thing that I like to share is I feel like inner dance has the, um, it holds a container in a space and it, and it has the ability to help us move through and shift energies that like in a short amount of time <laughs> that maybe we've been working on forever. It feels like when things come up in my life, I'm like, wow, this has been going for a few months now. Can we please just like figure out how to clear it? And so we can go into inner dance and you get the sound wave frequencies that are moving and pushing energy through. And then when you relax for myself, I'm like, okay, let me know what this is about. And if there's anything within it that I still need to learn or take accountability for, like, why is this here? And then it's like, okay, girl, you got the message. So let it go. And the music just helps and the fire helps and the rattles help. Like it all just helps to let it go combined with the intention that, that we set for the transformation. And so one thing about um, inner dance that I want to bring up when you talk about the dragons and tones and channeling is that there's this frequency that we'll just call light language that can come in. And I think it's this beautiful combination layer of energy, layer of information. And so Teresa, do you want to share a little bit about light language and how we can incorporate that with some of the inner dance experiences? Yeah. Um, I, yes, I will. There was, as you were talking, there were some things that um, I wanted to, I should write everything down, but I don't want people to think like I'm not paying attention. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So you were talking about like uh, realizing like that there was a lesson to be learned or, or, Mm -hmm. you know, asking the questions, what, what is it that I need to know in this moment? And everything about inner dance is um, helping you to respond differently, helping your body or retrain your autonomic nervous system. You know, that's like what uh, makes our heart beat and how we can breathe without thinking, you know, like all those automatic things that happen in our body, Mm -hmm. like retraining that so that we're not, we don't have to like react to everything. Yes. Um, And that's what, that's the point of inner dance is a, retraining our autonomic nervous system to not always be in fight or flight mode, which is the majority of us because we're always stressed out. You know, you talk to anyone. I don't know any, I don't think I know very many people when I ask how you're doing that they don't say they're not busy. Oh, oh yeah. I'm so busy. Yeah. Oh my God, so busy. Like everybody is busy. And when you're busy, that's a lot of energy that you're having to like, not just hold, but you know, to give and give out. Right. Um, and so you're going to be at this verge of burnout and you're stressing your body. And that's like, you know, when you're stressing your body, that's when your fight or flight, um, response from the body, that's when it gets triggered. So imagine having that on all the time. It's, it's, it becomes a normal thing suddenly. And that's the thing. It should not be normal. No. And that's why we get reactive because it is a automatic, response right to a protective mechanism like so um layering of light language and and how that works is that what yeah yeah just yeah so Mm -hmm. yeah so um light language I found 
has worked a couple ways. When you write it and someone sees it, that's them also receiving the activation or the healing or the upgrade, whatever it is that they need. And you don't even need to understand like by symbol what it means or what it says because what's the point, right? The point is you receiving what it is that you need without analyzing it. Now, I, I can understand like people being very curious about the symbols and all of that, and that's all good. But I think when you miss the point of the purpose of light language, then you miss the healing and the opportunity mm -hmm. to receive it mm -hmm. because it has to be about the awareness of what it is that you're receiving in order for you to also change your behavior. And then in terms of speaking the light language, you know, also, you know, all this is like sacred geometry, whether it's through light language or through sound um, or even through our words, because everything is energy. And even though I'm speaking English, well, if I'm bringing all of my team forward with me close by and we're talking about this and I'm embodying that, this is also, it can also be healing for people. So sacred geometry, is everywhere, but it seems a little bit more, um, not relevant, but, or obvious, but I'm not sure what the exact word is, Amy, but maybe relatable yeah. when you talk about sacred geometry and light language, because there's shapes that you can see, you know, or people can see it in their, uh, third eye. Um, but when we, when the dragons are speaking or when they're expressing during the sound healing for me it's like it's so many different things sometimes it's like infusing into people's bodies into their cells like into their dna and it's just like uh, correcting some things and sometimes it is just like creating that fire mm -hmm. and sometimes it's just um a soothing like soothing um the the energy or soothing the autonomic nervous system so that people are able to receive it, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And when you layer the sound of light language with the sound of instruments or the sound um, that's added to the inner dance playlist, oh my gosh, I mean, it really is exponential. And also I wanted to share too, while inner dance really is for anyone, I, the one big takeaway I took from that is that those people who were not trained in energy healing, who were in the cohort of classes that we were, had just a bit more challenging time understanding it yeah. and holding the space and experiencing it. Mm -hmm. So that's the importance of having facilitators who know what energy healing is, who have worked with the energy healing that they know of and then incorporating it into the inner dances because um, we can sense and feel and see energy and we can shift, help shift it yeah. or we can help tame it or we can bring more fuel to it versus someone who hasn't, there's a lot of confusion. Yes, yeah, because there is so much energy moving it can be confusing and an aspect of inner dance is for the chaos to come through the music to help shake things out. So then it's like, 
okay, that just released. <laughs> and then let's help everything smooth. And I love when you were talking about the light language and how the, the shapes could go around the body. That's what I was seeing. Anyhow, was a sacred geometry going around the body for a soothing and calming experience. So you really do go through a lot of energy and movement um, that can come through emotions as well and thoughts and memories in one inner dance session, which most inner dance sessions go between one to two hours. And we keep ours around an hour for our online sessions. And our next one will be this Wednesday evening. We have where we're offering two a month right now, one in the mornings in the US and one in the evening in the US. The last one was really nice because Hi, I hope you're enjoying this episode of the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast. I'm popping on real quick to ask if you could please leave a five-star review or a thumbs up on whatever app you are tuning in on. Thank you so much. Your support really means a lot. I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. It was a calmer um, experience. Remember like the playlist was really calm. Um, but out of all of the ones that we've shared so far, they've had a unique essence or vibration. And many of our participants, by the way, they're all over the world. <laughs> they don't know each other. Like many of them have not ever met. And some of their sharings after were describing very similar visions and emotions and experiences. And some of them had this very similar things they were um, coming into the experience with to clear and heal or get information and answers on. And I just absolutely love that. It's a part of the group healing is that if you're called or attracted to something, I know I've had those experiences where I'm like, well, I'm not really sure what's going to happen in this one, but I'm really feeling led to it. And then you, you take that, you know, you follow your intuition, you go for it. And it's like, wow, that was powerful. I'm so glad I, I signed up and did this experience here. Um, so there's so much that can come from inner dance and one-on-one -on -one sessions with it, online group sessions, in-person sessions. But I love how you were sharing that. Um, for example, in our experience, we both were working with energy for many years prior, and this just felt so natural and inviting for us to bring this modality in as another, you know, aspect of the work that we offer. And I don't know, just speaking for myself, if I would be that comfortable holding this space, if this was the first, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't automatically jump into offering sessions. It would take me a while. I'd really want to train with somebody. And um, yeah, I, because there is so much that can happen in a beautiful yeah. way, <laughs> but you want to know what it can right. be. And I think that, I mean, that's with any healing modality, mm -hmm. right? Like if you don't know what you're doing, like I, I just would not, I mean, it's like um, when nurses who graduate from nursing school, then go right into become trained to become a nurse practitioner like yeah. I just wouldn't feel comfortable going to someone who doesn't have a lot of experience like when I go look for a provider I'm looking for someone who has years of experience because they're wiser they have seen like thousands and thousands of people and so they know so much more the breadth of knowledge right 
And that's just a given that's through time versus somebody who has just started and only a year out, I just wouldn't trust them or, or feel that they um, have the, the knowledge and the wisdom that's needed to provide me the answers that I'm looking for. Not that, not that energy healers are people, um, you know, who have all the answers. I'm just saying when it comes to anything, whether it's energy related practitioners or, um, you know, medical doctors, for example, people have a tendency to want to go to people who are experienced. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so nice. Um, what I remember is like when, you know, obviously like taking the classes, having the apprenticeship stages and then building the information and confidence, like information I would receive through my own experiences. And, um, that's where I'm feeling like inner dance has a lot that can come through. And so <laughs> to have had years of experience is very, very supportive. Um, and that's just like my personal thoughts on it, but to that, everybody can experience it and it will help them. It just depends. Like it's a bonus. I'll say to be able to speak to somebody and say, wow, what do you think just happened? Or for us to be there in that moment and say, oh, I see this. Like, let me help you clear it a little bit because it's getting caught in your throat or something in that way. Um, so yeah, there's definitely a benefit and we all start. And, um, and so anyhow, like I'm just flowing with <laughs> what's coming in. There's so much energy right now that I'm feeling, I'm feeling like all these questions and I want to make sure we highlight and touch on things. So what are some of the common questions, Teresa? Is there anything coming through for you? Because there's about five <laughs> that have just popped into my head. Do you have anything that you would like to share around common questions or concerns? Just curiosity that uh, listeners might have about taking an inner dance session, having that experience. Well, one of the things that came up is, well, if it's just sound and music, I could just myself if you're just talking about layers of sound and music and you're right you could do it yourself but as amy was explaining earlier there's actually a science behind that and also understanding what it does physically within the body so if you understand you know why someone's heart rate is moving faster or slower and then they're in that experience of inner dance mm -hmm. it 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 makes more sense when you're understanding what happens energetically and physically. And it's not just a simple layering of sound. Yes, I could put five songs that I love together, but it wouldn't have the same effect because they are all like the 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 playlists that's are that are created are put together intuitively. So it's not just like random sounds. It's like people are actually using their intuition to combine the the music and the sound and um even energy mm -hmm. so that it can create a experience for for these people who are then you know receiving what it is that that they want or that they're going through um during that time so that was like the one thing that kept coming to me is like, well, it just sounds so easy. You know, if it's just the layers of music, I could do that myself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, music is healing and absolutely people were like, I listen to music all the time, but there is something different about the inner dance 
um, playlists and music that we, that we share and that we create. And that's the thing, those that create with intention through inner dance, they can get lost in it for days or, you know, like hours and, and, um, really channels through, and it is an art, it's a science and an art, um, in how the energy and the movement can bring things through within the body, physiologically, spiritually, um, physically with, you know, like the movement of the body. So there's a lot to it. And, um, it's, it's quite fascinating. Again, I'm, I'm hearing like, it's one of those things you have to experience and every experience is very unique. Just like every energy session is every experience is very, very unique. So when you were talking about sounds, I heard people saying, what do you mean by sounds? Like, is it instruments? Um, you know, is it, uh, toning like vocals from the mouth, but it can be anything. It can be sounds of nature. It can be sounds of the cityscape. It can be just the most interesting things that activate a part of the brain to reset and to heal. Uh, so that's where some of the unexpectedness can come through with some of the um, moments within the, the session. So it, it does go kind of like in a wave that we wave through, we flow through these different frequencies. And, um, another question was definitely about like, are you dancing? <laughs> Some people are like, I'm not a dancer. I don't know if this is for me, <laughs> which we already highlighted, but also, um, the individual experience, if this would be like too much energy or not enough, and you do get to regulate that by flowing into it at the deepest way that you're comfortable and, um, your, your breath, like helping, with your breath. And so that's why if you have a facilitator that understands that they can help you to feel that you are in control while you're not, if that makes sense, like to feel safe while everything is unfolding is a really good way that how I feel like, okay, cause I I'm sensitive to energy. I like to know what's going on at the same time. I understand there's a great value in being present and just flowing with it and what comes next, not knowing. And I feel like I'm talking about my life right now too. So that's, <laughs> that is something like ding, ding, Amy. Okay. Thank you guys. Uh, message on life. But that is one thing in our <laughs> dance mirrors is our life. It mirrors the cycles and the seasons of life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, going back to the sound and music. So you don't need just music to activate your brainwaves. So this is the, the important part, part of the unique thing about inner dance is it alters your brainwaves. And you don't just need music, right? You need other sounds can do that. And so the playlists are like um, this uh, cauldron <laughs> of different neural oscillations, basically. Yeah. You know, when we think of neural oscillations, think of just like all the different brainwave states thrown in a soup and you just don't know what's going to happen yeah. um, because you don't, because everyone's experiences are different. That's, I think that's the cool thing. That's the interesting thing for me yeah. is that we've all grown up differently different families different experiences different cultures different practices different beliefs and so you you know when i'm in delta or when i'm in delta and you're in delta we're all we're still experiencing something different even though we're in delta at the same time we could be in delta and alpha and theta too mm -hmm. all three at the same time so that is why 
there's a science behind that because there is a specific approach on how to uh, trigger these altered states simultaneously. And that's what makes ID unique. Yes. Yes, absolutely. It's that (laughs) feeling the complexity of it in such a beautiful way where to me, it's a wholeness, like a whole, like you feel your spirit reacting, you feel your brain reacting, you feel your body reacting, and you can feel conflicting emotions come up, which are the, for me, sometimes I'm like, oh, that's one part of my personality. And that's the other part of my personality. They're kind of in conflict and it comes through and it moves through and there's a conversation that happens and then a healing. So there's a lot of different (laughs) words and visions and moments that we can share, but it's the whole experience. And then after the inner dancers integration process, where for myself, I felt like, oh my gosh, am I in another reality? Like the world just looked different to me. I responded differently to things and how you were speaking earlier. Maybe I had an aversion to something where I would react quickly. And now I don't, it's like, oh, that doesn't bother me at all anymore. That's so strange. Um, And so this is where you can see these little subtleties within your everyday experience where, oh my gosh, there was a shift. And some of us feel, or we might go into it saying, I want the big bang. Like I want to feel power and fireworks and like this huge shift going, but maybe that's not what you need right there in that moment. However, it's already kind of like started. So in integration period, we've had experiences where it's like, okay, that was pretty, that was cool. And just know that if you don't feel um, or have this huge, like earth shattering experience, uh, just give it a day. It's going to, it's going to work out because the energy energy is now in movement. At least that's what I've experienced. So I've had both some that felt very peaceful, soothing, relaxing overall. And I felt super comforta- confident and comfortable in it. And then after I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then wait till the next morning. <laughs> Because then you start to see how it plays out in your reality. Um, and other times I know right away in the session, like, okay, that just cleared or wow, I got this huge download. So um, what do you feel about that, Teresa? <laughs> what are your thoughts around the integration? Um, I think that when you um, have an experience that doesn't deliver something that you expect. For example, you know, you and I are talking about how amazing inner dance is, <laughs> all, these great, um, all this great feedback that we get from people. And we have somebody who attends and they're like, okay, I'm super excited. <laughs> but they're excited about an experience that they're already expecting to be something big, Yeah, you know? So when that happens and they're not getting that um, type, the type of healing that they, um, I guess, desired, I think it's easier to dismiss what does happen afterwards because they already felt like they didn't get anything out of it. Yeah. So when something does happen a day or two later, they don't even think about the inner dance part of it because they already made the decision that it did nothing for them. So that part is uh, kind of tricky, right? Because if, and, and not to say, you know, that everything happens because of inner dance. It is simply you empowering yourself to be aware that something happened and to be aware of what is occurring around you in your life days to come. Like it's all about 
the awareness so that you can make sense of it, right? Because we all just want to make sense of life. (laughs) Really, we do. (laughs) So, and the key to that is awareness. Like if we don't pay attention, then nothing makes sense. I'm not saying I'm a guru or expert at that. You know, I'm not. But I know that when I'm mindful, when I'm slowed down, when I am aware of what has happened and what is happening, mm-hmm. then things are like, like, oh my gosh, you know, that that's why, this is why, or it'll just be a knowing for you. You know, you don't have to, like analyze everything that happens, but just simply be in the awareness of this is what you did a few days ago. And maybe if something happens afterwards, just check back in with yourself, Mm -hmm. check back in with yourself because you're the only one who can give you answers. Amy and I can give you answers, but you might not like them, (laughs) you know? So you have to trust your own knowing and your own wisdom and empower yourself to know that you're your own healer. And like we were saying before, you know, Pi, the founder of Inner Dance, he is all about you taking responsibility mm-hmm. for your own healing during the session, whether it's being facilitated by a, a healer or not, um, that everything that happens is something you need to take responsible for. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that, that is life in general, you know, taking responsibility for your part of what happened. Yeah. Yeah. It's so important. And, um, I can just speak for myself that I kind of look at that experience when it's like, Hey, Amy, take responsibility, accountability, because I know that when I do, that's where the magic happens. Like that's when the healing takes place through multiple timelines. So when I have experiences, I'm like, okay, well, what part of that is mine? What, what can I work on? What do I need to do or be aware of? Cause a lot of times it's mostly like the awareness you're talking about earlier, being aware of the shifts and the days to come. And I'm also like, well, being aware of my part, being aware mm-hmm. of you know, and that's the shadow, <laughs> the shadow right. work, right. Which is so important. And, um, that's one thing about inner dances. I feel like it supports us on any stage of the healing journey that we're on the self-discovery path, that awakening path definitely will support it. And, um, so Teresa, do you want to share with everyone about your next, uh, in-person inner dance opportunities And then maybe even about the online ones that we have. So I have an in-person retreat, um, August uh, 24th, four to five to six or seven, the August 24th to 27th. And um, it is a plant medicine retreat with inner dance incorporated along among uh, other things. Um, And um, again, your experience, whether it's virtual or in person is just as powerful. Um, But if you're curious about, experiencing it in, uh, you know, a physical setting um, that is available to you then. And then Amy and I are doing an in-person retreat in September 18th to the 21st, where we really immerse you in the inner dance experience. Yeah. Yeah. We do inner dance at least once a day, maybe twice along with other modalities. And it's so beautiful to be in uh, where you set like the time multiple days, because that gives you the opportunity to have a healing experience and then 
rest and integrate. <laughs> and then either that night or the next morning, we go at it again for another layer. And wow, the last one we had, people were transformed. I mean, like physically, you could see, I don't think, so after the retreat, Teresa, life was so beautiful and fantastic and full that we didn't really even pop on to talk about it. But I will say that it was, oh my gosh, just an incredible experience for me um, to see the shifts and the ahas and the clarity and now staying in contact with the women after and to see how it's sustained. Like they had huge transformations and the inner dance played a significant role in that. Especially I will say the ones that had the childhood trauma or past life stuff that they just really were trying to work through for decades. And some of the physical elements that were there for one of our guests cleared, like it hasn't come back. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There is, I don't know if we're talking about the same person, but there was a woman who, um, her throat chakra among other chakras were blocked. And after the retreat, she had sent, I think us both a message. And she was like, I went to the airport. And I just started talking to people. Like I would never do that. I would never talk to people, you know? <laughs> and so it just allowed herself to, to open up in that way. And and the other day I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I, I loved seeing you on video. And she's like, yes, I'm not scared anymore. Yeah. I'm not scared to use my voice and be on video and allow myself to just speak anymore. You know, and she, she said it's because of the retreat, like she's showing up and she's stepping into doing more than just um, selling retail items. She's stepping into like the healing modalities too. Mm -hmm. So that part is really incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I was talking about a different woman, but I know who you're speaking about and it was beautiful to witness, which brings me to another thing that, um, right now we have a bonus for our September retreat. And if you sign up, then we offer additional support. So online mentoring and being, um, there through Voxer to help you prepare and integrate for your experience afterwards. And so that was something that I wanted to highlight. She really has done a lot of work and it's completely changed her life. And the big portion of it was right there at the retreat space. Um, our other friend was a woman who had the migraines for decades. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes. Her migraines are gone. She was on medication. She had migraines for decades, for over two decades. And as an energy therapist, I could see what it was. I, you, you were working a lot with her in that moment where I was watching Teresa and I was like, oh, she had a, she had a buildup of energy within her system that needed to be released. And it has been how many months now they've been, they're gone. They have not come back. And her husband was like, whoa, you know, it's like, okay, there we go. You know, physical yeah. healing. So it's all physical, mental, spiritual, so many aspects mm -hmm. and areas of ourself and, um, that transformation is just so powerful. So yeah, I'm excited. We're super excited to offer inner dance and we're so happy to be able to offer it to those um, who are in other locations across the world and through our live online. It's um, only online live. We don't do the replays. Um, so it's very special in that way. And right now we're offering for the next few online experiences, if you buy one, so you come, 
and bring two friends for free. Like we're really wanting to help and serve and show up for others in a way that's um, supportive and educational and let you have that experience. So if you're, if you're interested, you know, like this is a great way, have a couple of friends come and then you guys can see what your experience was like and talk about it after even. Um, so yeah, any, anything else, Teresa? I just feel such a good, like, yeah, vibe. Coming I in. wanted to, um, I really want to focus on these bonuses that we're offering people, Emma, Amy, as early bird specials for the retreat, because they are ty the types of things that Amy and I don't offer. Yeah. Um, like you couldn't even purchase it if you wanted to. <laughs> uh, and one of the big things is the Voxer support that you have for an entire month. So you have access to Amy and I basically 24 seven, not that we're gonna wake up at 3 a.m. and answer, but what I'm saying is you can message us at any time and we will answer for you, um, you know, whatever issue that you're going through. Although if you need a healing, full-fledged healing session, that's not gonna happen over Voxer, but it is a way to just help you with some things, maybe some questions or some small challenges that you're moving through life. Maybe for mm -hmm. us, it you know you might say be really triggered by someone that day, and having a hard time processing it. And by reaching out to Amy or I through Voxer, we can just give you a little bit more feedback and guidance and a story behind what's happening, so that you can understand it. That might be an example of. Um, what you would use Voxer for. Um, but I really want to let you know how special it is that we're offering this because it's some nothing that I ever offer to people and nothing that Amy offers to people. Um, and it's only good until July 14th. Yeah. So once it's gone, you don't get that one month Voxer support. Right. But not only that, you get a healing session with Amy or I, um, and that in and of itself runs up to $500. So, you know, that is such a huge value. You get zoom group, zoom supports before and after basically you're getting a value of $4,500, $4,500 extra, yeah. you know, for registering early. Yeah. And we're excited to share that because we understand the commitment and the value. And when you show up, we want to help support you. So um, we've never done this before. <laughs> I'm excited to share it. Like this whole package, we have never offered something like this before. And um, the Voxer is going to be really nice. I know when I would go through shifts, you know, I, I would have liked to have a little bit more support on certain things. <laughs> And the value that you get is, is priced more than the retreat itself. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's almost like a no brainer, yeah. you know, it, you're getting it for free, you know? Right. And I guess we didn't share. So the one we're having together in September will be in Broken Bow, Oklahoma. It's so beautiful. So gorgeous out in nature. Just, we found an amazing space and, um, yeah, we have a few at this moment of airing a few couples rooms available. So if that's something like you and your partner were thinking about as well, we are um, offering the opportunity for co-ed and as long as we can get the rooms figured out. So this is also something new. <laughs> 
So I am really happy and it's been requested for a while now. And I'm like, well, let's see if we can find a space that allows for that. And I think we have. I mean, you're paying for a beautiful space. It's, it's luxurious. This is not like your average cabin. Everything is modern, gorgeous, new, updated, comfortable. Mm -hmm. And you'll walk in, you'll be like, oh my gosh, this place is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's a beautiful space to go and feel at peace and have the opportunity to relax and let the healing come through. So, wow, Teresa, thank you so much for popping on today with me. I know we could talk for another hour, (laughs) but I love you, Amy. It's always a pleasure. I love you too, girl. And thank you to our listeners for being here. I hope that it inspired and brought some, um, you know, just some ideas around your own healing experiences. And I say healing never stops. Like even when you work through the big things, there's that maintenance, you know, and I love inner dance for that, by the way, if I feel a buildup of emotion, I'm like, okay, (laughs) let's take a session. Let's clear it out. So I hope you all have a wonderful day. We'll see you on the next episode and I'll put all the links below. So if you have any questions, you can check out the details in show notes. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye.